entire day so I could fucking accommodate the boss, and the boss starts yelling, I can't I'm shave, I can't do this. I'm not yelling. Here you riled go. me out. I think you did this on purpose to make it Always betting. Always betting. We are live, episode 87. I am your co-host, Pisky, and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Godfather. There's going to be no 88 if this fucking bullshit continues. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> woo, woo, it's a little hot in the kitchen, folks. Let's go, let's go. Somebody's got the room booked for four. Let's go. Listen, we're on To all break. my fans, because I know I have a shitload of them, I excuse my unshaven, ungodfatherly-like appearance. I was rushed into logging on right now. Vamos, gotta go. Let's listen, go. Listen, folks, I, I apologize. We're coming in with a, a lot of steam in, in this episode. Uh, we're on a very tight schedule today. I, I'm here at WeWork in downtown Toronto. I got my I had to scarf down. down my fucking penne and sausage. Let's go. <laughs> I, I booked this room, so as you can notice, the background's a little different. Uh, hopefully I sound all right. We always have audio issues on this podcast. This episode is probably no different. But I have this room for a very limited amount of time, and I, I saw the schedule. There are people going to come in here in an hour from now, and they're going to tell me to get the F out. So I had to put no. the, the full no, court press no. on the Godfather. We're, we're not getting out. We get out when we're fucking finished. How about that? You... you <laughs> You just turn your laptop around and let them deal with me. Listen, gee, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're on a tight schedule today. And I told the Godfather, he's like, I have I told you bossy. I wasn't bossy. It wasn't bossy. It was, we got to go. I'm sorry. We got to go. We got to press this. So here we are. We're recording now. We're, we're, we're getting the party started. Uh, what do you think of the roadmap? We're good here. First things first. Obviously. Oh, now you want my opinion, Mister Bothy Boots? The yes, super... everything's fine. It's a Super Bowl recap. What super, the nothing super Bowl fucking recap. nothing complicated about it? Let's go. Yeah, fucking. How was your Super Bowl, Godfather? It was shit. I had COVID. Next question. <laughs> so. Um... Where, where did you watch the game? Obviously at home then. You didn't get to go to your party. You didn't come to my party. How, how am I supposed to go out in public? And you told these guys. You told these guys we're, 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 we're off. Like, okay. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to go in public if I'm sick? Were you really sick? Like, was it bad? No, no, no. No, no. I, I told you I, I had COVID, so I couldn't, so I didn't have to go anywhere. What's the matter with you? No, I know you had COVID. I know you had COVID, but was it was... bad? Like, were you lying in your deathbed watching the game on well, from for, your bed? For a couple of days, I was bad. But I still okay. showed up to work. I still put in all kinds of shit. I still did everything I'm, uh, that I, when the Godfather says I'm going to do something, I do it. No COVID matters, but I could not go in public. So I couldn't go to no big swanky party. Woo! 
Woo! At a nightclub, couldn't do that. I couldn't even go to like a normal house Super Bowl party. People who care about me invited me, and I had to turn around and say I couldn't come. I can't go when I'm a, I'm a contagious sucks. fucking piece of shit. <laughs> contagious piece of shit. Yeah. I've never heard you describe yourself like that, but yeah, well, I mean that uh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, it did. It's the first Super Bowl that I've watched by myself, and I've seen fucking fifty up to fifty-eight. How about that? Tough I'm really words. fired up, man. You, you I you, know you <laughs> messed with my you you messed with my DNA today, telling me I can't shake. Vamos! Somebody's gonna come and get the rule. Nobody's getting nothing. Okay. Um, well, I, so I, how I, was I, your Super Bowl? Let me let you, me let me take asking. the let me take the reins. Thank you, thank you for I asking. nothing. I was in my bedroom. Yes, I was under the sheets. Fucking, you know, first quarter was fantastic. Okay, well, not if you have the over. Maybe it's not looking so good. You know, and then shit started happening. Like, you know, uh, how was your Super Bowl? Uh, thank you for asking. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the mic here. Uh, my Super Bowl was good. Was good. You were invited, but obviously you were sick. But you even you even rejected my invite before you got sick. So just putting uh, that out well, there for everyone, well, so everyone it's knows not the a, status it, of a was relationship. It, was it a rejection, or was it me being the people person that I am, the respect person that I am? These were people that I turned down four times in a row, and I made it very clear to you that although, although. Hanging from some discotheque balcony is not the Godfather's thing. You would have enjoyed it. it. That, th th yeah, it looked really, really. It looked actually. It was, it was great. Ten times great better setup. than I expected. It was so, a great setup. It was a great setup. I think setup. nothing so, less of when you try to set something up. It's always primo. I'm not going to say no. It was at Rebel Nightclub, and for all of you that uh, know Pisky well, you know that I am not a nightclub guy at all. But when I was doing my search for the Super Bowl, I came across an article that said Canada's largest watch party. Yeah, now, seeing that, as that though, might as well be Canada's best pizza. This is a fucking bullshit. Seeing as though I was at the sports book with the Godfather last year at Circa, I said, you know what? I can't, I can't just do a house party. I got to do something kind of big. So this came up and I did it. Um, all my friends were occupied. <laughs> Circus Sports, yeah, way to represent. Good job, I'm sure. Uh, Thank you, Jeffrey Benson. Thank you, Jeffrey Benson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it, it was, it was great, man. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of space. I, I, I recommend if anyone wants to do their party next year, forget the floor seats. The floor seats are the floor tables are a maximum or minimum spend of a thousand dollars. So that's a little so, heavy. So you go up on the balcony. You know? That you go up on the balcony. It's it's fifty percent of that, five hundred bucks. But it comes with food. It comes with booze. Was the and, food good uh, at least? The food was good. The food was good. Cherry Street Barbecue was the one catering it. Oh, I heard good things about that. Yeah, yeah. So so it was it was great and. Okay. Um, so that's our Toronto Super Bowl spot moving Yeah, forward. the the only thing that that annoyed me a little bit, Godfather, uh, I was thinking of you as I always do, was the fact. Sure, that when the topic turns to annoyances, of course you're thinking of me. It the fact was 
Uh, Bet99 was the sponsor of this party. Yeah. And, but... you know, we've had our differences with Bet99. Hey, man. Godfather? Ten times my money. I got nothing bad to say about Bet99 other than the fact that they didn't give me a chance to make it 15. So, so Such is life. Yeah. Such is life, uh, but they did a great job with it. Honestly, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Not too many. It looked really cool. It. it was super cool. The... Shout out to Mikey, the runner, and Ashley for joining us. Yes. Fred and I. Um, the halftime show was incredible. We'll get to that later in the episode. Uh, what do you yeah, mean? At, well, well, okay, uh, I'm gonna. We'll wait. We'll wait. Got to hear what was incredible about that this halftime show. Okay. So, Godfather, the... let's let's uh, let's move on from the party. Let's start with the Super Bowl. Okay. What was your opinion on the game? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to be in the minority because I like defensive football. I know okay. there's there's lots of squares and a lot of people that have been watching football for 10 years and they think they're experts. 50 plus. Okay, so. Hold on, I, hold on. I, time, time out, time out, time out. I'm, I'm getting a little choppy. and I don't like our flow here. What do you mean? I mean, I, I I don't. I think we got to start again with the the first uh, topic here. Um, okay, start. Over. Honest, honestly, I don't even think the Super Bowl was the biggest uh, topic in sports betting last week. What was it? Well, maybe we can get some help from uh, this guy right here. We got... <laughs> GRP wins in the house. <laughs> hello pisky and godfather what the hell is going on here george right out of the gates i got a question for you i just told the godfather that i don't think the super bowl was the biggest topic in sports betting last week i think it was something bigger than that do you agree with me yes or no my man uh to a degree i do my uh my cornering of the market of the comeback player of the year was a nice bet but I took a brutal bad beat along with other people, and um, you got robbed, man. I'm just gonna say that straight up. You know what? I, I got I had a great bet on uh, Baker that lost, and then I had a great hedge on Demar Hamlin that lost, and it's like, and I got great prices on everything. I did, you know, it's like when you have a great bet in a game and you lose that one game a year when you should have won. At least give me part of my money back for the. I mean, at least give it to Demar for a hedge. I mean, the fact that Flacco won it was a complete embarrassment. <laughs> well, I, I'd respond, but I'm still trying to figure out who the hell's in this middle portrait. You don't tell me anything, Piss. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, uh, yes, this you. this is a surprise for you guys, folks. Uh, GRP and myself have been talking behind the scenes. I told them, listen, you gotta come in. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Godfather going. I'm gonna rush him, and we're gonna we're gonna bring you in mid pod. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have an episode with you. But we're not gonna tell anyone about it. So here we are. Here we are. Uh, yes, George made an. You, I'm gonna quote you, George. And you strongest position in the country, man. Cor cornered the market. Cornered the was. market. <laughs> I'll go back from the, to the beginning, you know, just like anyone yeah. else. I had an opinion a week before the year started. Baker Mayfield, the previous year, he was in the Rams, like, for just the last week or two of the season, and he played well. He's a number yeah. one guy picked. Tampa Bay had two good wide receivers. 
He was getting 75 to 1. And we all know DeMar was the favorite. He was like minus 150 at the start of the year. So obviously, I thought 75 to 1 was a great bet. So I go to my local casino here, Rivers Canby, because you guys know if you follow me, I kind of put a thousand on everything. A thousand is my yeah. standard bet. So I go there. To, slips. Right, exactly. So I go there to bet a thousand. And here's the crazy world we're in. You can go to your local casino. You never know what they're going to say. They may take it. They may say, oh, uh, the traders only took. So they took an amount, which is a real, like in pennies, like the first amount they took. Just I'll just throw a random number at you. $275.42. And I'm not kidding you. <laughs> if you look at my bet slip, I tweeted two weeks ago. There's actually pennies right. on the bet slip. So then I, wow. I stayed there. At, right. I stayed there at the window and I bet another amount. That made it an even 500, whatever that was, literally in pennies. So I walk away from the window with exactly $500 on Baker Mayfield. And then an hour later, I'm like, you know what? I think this guy's going to win. So now I go a little nuts. I bet 2200 on the DraftKings app. So now I literally have 2700 at 75 to 1. Both of them had the exact same ads on Baker Mayfield to be comeback player of the year. So I went over two hundred thousand if Baker Mayfield is the comeback player of the year. Wow! Exactly. Wow! A week later, after the season started, Tua had a great week one, and I like Tua. I, you know, everyone likes to knock him down. I, I kind of like Tua. I bet eight hundred. So now I'm betting real money. So now I bet eight hundred. I bet. I'm sorry, three thousand on Tua. He's getting plus eight hundred after his great week one. So now I got twenty seven on Baker. I got 3000 on Tua. Everything's looking great. And then the middle of the season, I did a little hedge at a great price. So I put 3000 now on DeMar, laying just a little bit of juice, 120 went right around there. So yeah, I have a yeah. lovely okay. position. And I'm yeah. showing bet slips. There's nothing to hide. I mean, I'm as proud as could be. And then if you remember um, in November, Josh Dobbs came out of nowhere for the Vikings. And everyone's like, you know, Josh Dobbs, you get a hedge? I can't hedge everybody. I didn't put one dollar <laughs> on Josh Dobbs. Good call. In December, right? Save money. In yeah. December, Flacco comes out of nowhere, and I again I didn't put a dime on it. And I just tweeted out yesterday the big game against the Bears in December. Yeah, I saw that tweet. Oh, real simple. There's ten minutes to go in the game. Bears are up ten. Justin Fields can't make a basic play, and I believe in number two. I had the Bears over seven and a half. They won seven. So instead of losing two grand, I would have won two grand on the Bears. And I believe if Fields making if the Bears win this game, this Flacco never gets this publicity. Everyone here. And I think I'm 50-50 that all the non-Demar money would have gone to Baker Mayfield. And I would have won 200 grand. And I'd be so famous right now, I wouldn't have time to be on this oh, podcast. Man. Let's put it that way. <laughs> George, I'm oh, telling you, we we're all, we we're no. all rooting for you. Um, you Godfather, you want to say a few words? No, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you what everybody who knows me knows. This is not even an exaggeration. I would have a cardiac arrest watching Flacco win if I had 200k on the line with a solid, solid Mayfield pick. Like 100%. how? How is that possible? And you hedged yourself with everybody's sympathy bet. Sorry, this is the right. way I called it on another podcast, right? Right. Damar, right? You had you had you had the two positions you needed. Exactly. You should have cashed something. Well, mentally, except right. Blacko. 
a former Raven, of course. Going to break everything up. I didn't th that night. I didn't think Baker was going to win. I just think he needed one more great game, like a Heisman moment. He didn't quite have it. So I was prepared for Baker to not win that night. But I thought Demar for sure. Okay, I yeah. cashed that ticket. It's a three. You know, it's a three thousand dollar bet. It, so this ticket would have been worth like fifty seven hundred. So I only lose a couple grand. But yeah. It's better okay. And I couldn't believe it when Flacco was the winner and the whole. How did you watch blue. the ESPYS? How did you watch that show? I literally, and it's funny, I almost, I, I videoed David, you saw my tweet, and that was Thursday night. I almost missed the video, and then. Um... Yeah, George, I have it here. You, you want yep. me to play it? I'm going to play it for everyone. Yeah. Go ahead, because there you go. I, I, I saw it, I saw the genuine reaction, I'm like, oh my god, I can tell he wasn't expecting that. Not he was all. expecting at least Damar, right? And then Flacco comes out of nowhere. Here it comes, 100%. everyone. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. Things would be broken. <laughs> I lost 8700 Are you kidding me? The Bears had him with 10 minutes to go in the game. Justin Fields gets tackled. They're up by 10. It's fourth and one. Fields makes that play. This doesn't happen. And I win my Bears over. There's no way. No way. I better win money in that Super Bowl on Sunday. I got a bunch of chances to win 30, 40,000. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. There it is, folks. That's live, painful, man. in person. I, I, I love the idea of doing it live. But man, oh man, that was that was a bad beat. And I think everyone in the Twitter's land and everyone online that supports you and follows you, we all felt it a little bit. And like the Godfather just said, if that was him in his oh, house, no, no. <laughs> everything's no, broken. No, 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 no. Things are the rock comes out for sure. No, no. Well, I'll tell you this: the next day on Friday, I, I did, I, I, I did, I did very little activities. Let me put it that way, because I was not in the mood to do anything. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, how do you recover from that? No, it no, took it took thirty six hours to recover. I believe it, man. Un unbelievable, unbelievable, and uh, yeah, and and did you get some McDonald's done? Because I know George, when you have like some some bad beats, you're always at McDonald's filming yourself. Which I <laughs> again, I, I feel terrible that you lose. No one cheers for anyone to lose, but no. you do it the right way. You go treat yourself to McDonald's dinner. Yeah, no, that one I had dinner before. Exactly what I did the next day, I may have um, done the opposite. Had some decent meals, tried to pump myself up, but uh, it didn't work. It took thirty-six hours of just time to just regroup, and uh, and then the Super Bowl was coming up. I took a bunch of long shots, which were fun. They didn't work out, and that's another story. Yeah, well, well, still what, what, why don't we why don't we get into the Super Bowl a little bit here? Um, I know your big bet. I think was. Uh, an exact score of Kansas City 28-17. Yeah. I think that's what we were all cheering for. So you can uh, bounce back. Yeah. Uh, FanDuel, you know, all these sports books are different. FanDuel had a, literally dozens, maybe a couple hundred exact score bets. And you just have to look, you know, there's there's a there's a the you know there's numbers on every every one. You just have to look for aberrations. So the score 28-17 of Kansas City winning was paying, hang on, I haven't, was paying exactly 500 to one. 
Uh, one. Wow. And another, for instance, if San Francisco won 28-17, that was paying 380 to one. So here's basically the same score. You have to look for aberrations. So my my I literally had two hundred dollars on uh, the on Kansas City winning twenty eight seventeen would have paid a hundred thousand, wasn't even close, and and I had about ten different scores hoping for an exact number, and I basically risked a hundred dollars in each one about a thousand dollars, and because it was a weird low, low scoring game with a bunch of field goals, on these long shots I was not even close, and yeah. but you believe me. For a thousand dollar risk to win thirty forty thousand, I got a I got a little thrill out of it. I really did. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, did, so did we following. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what, George? I, uh, I I saw earlier in the season you made some middle opportunities for yourself. I, I I think it was early on, maybe around week three, week four. I'm a big middler myself. I love middling games. That's that's pretty much what I do in the sports betting industry. So I was looking around, shout out to the full dog. He, he gave me a heads up uh, a couple hours before kickoff of the Super Bowl and said, take a look around because some of the alternate lines, some of the sports books had them a little wacky. So I was able to set myself up a middling opportunity that was basically risk free. I think it was maybe a maybe 10 cents difference, but I was able to guarantee myself. Um, I was able to go over 34 and a half and under 34, uh, 35 and a half for the total and the game was sitting 1916 before it went into overtime wow so that was a that was a like a hundred dollar risk if it didn't work out and i think it would have paid i think it was 5800 or something like that there you go because of the alternate lines right and i also had san francisco by seven and san francisco by 14 the same type of thing where i wasn't risking a whole lot and if it landed on that middle it would have been explosive but um yeah, it it didn't work out. Nineteen sixteen, I was like sitting there on the edge of my seat. Actually, it was sixteen sixteen, and yeah. I said, I don't care. I don't care what happens. I don't care who wins this thing. Just someone kick a field goal and let's oh, get yeah. out of here. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you just missed it by one play. I mean, you had a great middle. You know, yeah. Mine, yeah. I was I was way off, but you you know you were you were right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it was it was really close and. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. But again, risk free. So you gotta be you gotta take those shots, right? If you're not paying any juice, why not? Exactly. Right? But but the other good thing is I also I was literally, and I'm not I can't make this up, but I was literally five and oh on prop I had no opinion on the game at all. I had no bets. I told I had no opinion. But on, yeah. on regular standard like fifty fifty prop bets, I was five and all, which is I was 0-1. I did live bet the game. when when the game started, I said to myself, This Kansas City's off. And I very rarely live bet, maybe five times all year. But I did live bet San Francisco. I lost 500. But I was 5-0 and on my prop bets on the game. So Good. Way to go. Yeah, so I ended, up, I ended up a winner in the game, and I had a lot of fun. The blood was flowing. I could have won a new car, but that just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, what, what car was it that you posted online that you said you were going to jump into if, uh, if things worked out in your favor? What's funny is, is when Acura? Acura first came out like 40 years ago, I had an Integra. Like when, when Acura was the high-end Honda. So I've always been an Acura guy, and I had I've had great luck. So I was going to buy the Acura, the RDX. They're a nice little SUV for literally fifty thousand. It's a real nice car. Okay. Yeah, and had, yeah, I, yeah. had I won with that Baker, I would have bought the car the next day, but Baker didn't come in. Uh, <laughs> you know how that you know how cool that would have been from a social media perspective, like because wow. you document everything, right? You're the king right. at it. Honestly, yeah. I right. try to do it myself, but watching you just you know take your followers for a ride through the life of George, it's right. honestly very entertaining. So 
Could you imagine, you know, filming yourself going to the dealership oh, and that say, I'm going to buy this car? That would have been gold. You're right. You're right. The dealer would have yeah. to give me money for because of the publicity. Yeah, yeah that, of course. Of course. Absolutely. That's what you got to start moving into. All this social media stuff is fun, but there is a way to monetize it. Like, I haven't perfected it yet, but uh, there's definitely opportunity for guys like us that don't mind putting ourselves out there a little bit and then talking in front of the camera and and just honestly entertaining uh, all of our followers and whatnot. There, there is money to be made there. We just And once I figure it out, I will definitely let you in on the secret, George. There, there's no doubt Please about do, it. because I have not figured it out either, and I have to – but on this note, so – uh, there's in Vegas. They're called Proxy. So now they have the the Circa Survivor Contest or regular con. So mm -hmm. let's say I, I'm in Chicago. So you have to be in Vegas to sign up for it. But then you can have yep. a proxy place your picks yeah, every week yeah. because you have. So this proxy contacted me. I don't even I don't even remember the name, but they said, "Hey, we're a proxy in Vegas. We'll buy you a couple entries and just promote our proxy." And I'm like, "Hey, that sounds great." So in a couple months, <laughs> contact me. And now, I, yeah. I, hey, I get a little get a little kickback for what I'm doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That 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 is exactly the way to do it. And uh, if if you need another proxy, we we have our buddy Scott. So I did that proxy stuff this this past year because I'm up here in Toronto, right? And uh, yeah, there was a great uh, proxy service. Uh, one of Spanky's buddies, his name is Scott, and he was super reliable. Like I, even one week, I think I was kind of out of it in maybe week 15 or so and i had kind of forgot to put my picks in and within like five minutes of the deadline i had him texting me directly saying hey pisky i Where's haven't got your picks, picks. Yeah, yeah 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 let's let's get this out. so very very reliable thing but yes that is the way to do it a little kickback here a little kickback there and you know what it, it all adds up it really does so 100%. Um, um yeah, yeah and if it's a spanky recommend that you know he knows everybody they're not going to mess with him so you know that's a good proxy yeah, absolutely, yes, that's, absolutely. That's You're going to be logic. at Bed Bash this uh, this year in August, George. Yeah, I'm planning on being there. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully this time security doesn't walk me out the door, but hopefully everything goes. You know. <laughs> this time I have that's to pay for it, and not sneak in, and everything should go okay. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. The Godfather and I just bought our tickets, so that is going to be a, a ton of fun. And I know with the following that you've built, there's a lot of people that are going to be at Bed Bash just to see you, my friend. There are dozens. There are dozens of people that say that, and I think it's great. That it's a compliment. And uh, yes, Spanky wants me there, and and I I was actually at Bet Bash one three years ago. I was in New York. I literally okay. flew out just for the day, came back the next day, and um, too bad. I, you know, I probably should have been the last one with uh, Billy Walters. He's a legend, but I bet I read his book. His book is phenomenal. But I'm going to be at Best Best Four, and then I'm going to. That's also why I'm going to Vegas is to sign up for the Circus Survivor. Yeah, good. good. Meet the good boxes so you do everything at once. Yeah. Are you going to Are you going to do both the Survivor and the um, uh, Millions, Circus Millions, the five? No, picks no, no, no. I'm okay. uh, the the problem with the Circus Millions is you have to make five picks. That's not yeah. my style, and okay. I don't want to lay out that kind of money. But I right. about a month ago when this the season a month and a half, I really got into the Circus Survivor because it got some publicity. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, you shoot for ten million. I mean, you know, it's it's exciting. It's a whole different thing, and I'm really into oh, it man. already. I'm planning on doing ten entries, and I'm going ten entries. Yeah, that's the maximum they allow. Yeah. Wow, wow! Yeah. So you're gonna do all ten? That go big or go home for for GRP. You can't, you can't just do it one. Then you know, most weekends you got three teams you like. You literally have to spread it out, and you got to get so lucky. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, no, for wow. sure, but. 
You know what? You're the, actually the perfect guy for this. Uh, I, I'm sure the Jeffrey Bensons and the Derek Stevens of the world, the Circa guys, are going to love it because you're very vocal. You like engaging with your audience and you like putting yourself out there. So every week I'm going to be looking forward to say, who's GRP on? You know, who are we for this week, right? So because you're you the perfect to, guy for it. Right. Your picks have to be in by midday Saturday. On Sunday mm -hmm. morning, I'm going to release my picks and my thought process. So, you know, it's not like you can use my information against me two days before. So come right. Sunday morning, I'm going to give everything like what I did, and people are going to get into it. Exactly. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you 100%. have two of, the, two of us right here. Right. I'll be checking in for and sure. And it's something oh. different because we all know there's a thousand places on online where people are, you know, what's my picks for the week, and everyone's got an opinion, and, you know, the survivor's new, and I have to do the new thing. Survivor's a different beast, though, George. That's for sure, man. It, the, the adrenaline, it's right. basically a Baker Mayfield every single week. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, <laughs> no, but like much, I said, much these, luck to you. Much luck to you. These guys were negotiating in the middle of December. There's down to 10 guys, and, you know, eight of the 10 are normal. They want to make a deal, and they're one or two guys are pricks. And, uh, but yeah, I was how, just about. Oh, I was just about God. to ask you. I got a question for you. There's four people left. Do you chop or no chop? Is George a chopper? Oh, 100 percent. I'm a gentleman. I, absolute minimum, I would have said, "Okay, guys, let's each take out a million, and we'll fight for the other five. I mean, I want. See? I want, give me. I mean, yeah. give me at least a million yeah. in my pocket. Give me something. Yeah. That yeah. sounds reasonable to me too. That changes my life. But there's yeah. one yeah. or two pricks. They don't do that. Yeah. Well, we won't mention his name because I don't want to give him any further publicity. He but you know who I'm talking me. about, George. No, he, he followed did. me. Right. Yes, exactly he did. Right. I don't know why. Yes. The guy yeah, we don't want to talk about. SP. We know his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not he giving him any publicity. Because yeah. we all know yeah. how that ends. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But no, that guy is a piece of work. I'll tell you that. He, uh, he I don't know. There, George, you've been in this game long enough. You've been around the industry. You know that the sports betting industry is polluted with false realities, scam artists, con men. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. And this guy's one of them. Like there's no doubt about it. I, I have there's, to give him, I, right. We're not going to say his name. I do think he's made some money playing poker. I got to give him credit for that. Okay. He's a gambler, but now he's becoming another guy that's selling picks and we all know how it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, and that is, uh, the golden rule, the unspoken rule, right? When these guys start melting off on places like Twitter or TikTok or whatever, don't engage. Don't engage because if GRP does like a, a repost or a re retweet on this guy's content, guess what? All your followers see it and that's exactly what these guys yeah. are looking for. Yeah. They want this publicity, right? Exactly. So you just got to, you know, kudos to Spanky for putting it out. You just got to let them be and they just go into oblivion, right? right. In the long run, they're just going to all go away like they all do. So that's that's the trick to, of, of what to do. And I think another um, thing, Spanky, what Spanky did was great. I think a couple of pick sellers, not this guy, wanted to go to Bet Bash and have a booth and like promote their bullshit. And Spanky yeah. said, hey, I don't want anything. No chance. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Because then you lose respect. You lose respect exactly. to yourself. And, and that's everything we stand for. And that's another thing that Spanky won't do is he won't let one of these predatory sports books come in. Let's say yeah. a Bet365 or a DraftKings, the ones that kick you out or limit you when you start doing well. He won't let them touch Bet Bash. No. And, and, that's, and that's exactly why he has that at Circa, right? Because Circa's not going to kick anyone out. Right. That's important. Because if it, all of a sudden he lets one of these predatory guys come in, 
you know, it totally changes the face of everything that yeah, all of us complain yeah. about, right? You, you lose right. some legitimacy too, right? Of you got to respect of yourself. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that counts for everything. And that's not just in sports betting, right? That's in life. Like you guys, a little bit older than I am, but you know that, right? Once you lose your credibility, well, forget it. It's over. You know what I mean? Right. Like me, I'm not afraid. I, I got a losing pick. I, I say it. And I realize that people, people do respect that because that's not, you know, a lot of people when don't you have. When you have one of these, <laughs> you, gotta know you, you know, you know. So. What, did, what did you think of the Godfather's Notebook, George? I saw you saw it, and you called us, uh, I think you called us imposters. Unbeknownst to me, to me, that's logical to, to do it that way. Then I'm on Twitter. I see this guy. He's got the notebook. He's got the paper clips in the in the proper positions, just like me. <laughs> we've never met. We've never spoken. But to me, it's logical. Old school, this is the way we did things. Right, because now you just there's no story there. There's a record of everything, and it's amazing. It's such a great way to document things. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, and the story, I love it. When you pull out that and you show your positions and you know fine penmanship, everything very clear, bold. (laughs) For even for for us old guys, we can see it all. It's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I did it by accident, but it worked out. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's 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 really entertaining and uh, it's funny when I discovered the Godfather's Notebook. So we were just he lost you know, his okay. mind. He goes, he goes, what is that? I go, it's my notebook. You yeah. went crazy. I say you're trying to copy George. What are you doing? He's like, no, this is our generation. This is how we do things. Right. <laughs> There's maybe two or three other people that have kind of done the same thing. We'll see what happens. Nice. It's gonna become what you watch next fall. <laughs> you're gonna see ten guys do it. Yeah, well, there Probably. you go. Probably, but you know what? I, I really think one of the keys to succeeding in social media, and I try every day. Every day, I, I'm, I'm, I got a bigger following on TikTok, George, so not, not so much on Twitter. I'm just starting to get used to Twitter a little bit. And the key is, and, and you nail it, you just got to be yourself. You got to be unapologetically yourself dance like no one is watching and you my friend are the master at that you just don't give a shit you're saying this is who i am sometimes i win bets sometimes i lose bets and i'm going to talk about nothing wrong with that who else who else out there is talking about losing bets who else right right it's and these new kids they think it's easy they don't know i mean it's just like the poker boom 20 years ago it looks so easy and 90 percent gets slaughtered the sports gambling—it's—it's it's hard to beat the books. These guys aren't dummy, and you—you uh, got to look at—you got to look at the losing side. It's, uh, you, and you got to be people respect integrity. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, you're you're making even when you do lose, you make it entertaining. So thank you for that. We yeah, followed that. Food videos. People like to watch me. I, I gotta tell you, George. And everything else. I have never followed a comeback player of the year, and I've been watching. <laughs> I've been following the NFL for fifty plus years. I have no problem saying publicly that I followed it this year for the first time because of your cornering the market, number one position in the country. I wanted you to win. I just want you to believe that. Thank you very much. What's funny is the previous year, I had Geno Smith in the middle of the year. Geno Smith was playing well, and Barkley with the Giants, he was the running back. He was really playing well. And Geno Smith was like plus 250. So I bet on Gino last year, middle of the year. I picked up like four grand. So I was really happy with that bet. And uh, good for well, you. That's, I would yeah, have loved that's to pick right. up 200, though. 
What are you that's right. I, I I was looking through your Twitter feed. So you did hit Geno Smith the year before. That's that's incredible. And honestly, I'll I'll back up the Godfather here. Like honestly, don't watch a whole lot of things. So I'm one of the guys that that doesn't watch games and bets numbers, not teams. Unlike what you're <laughs> unlike saying, unlike you, yeah. yeah, unlike unlike George here. I I'm the opposite guy. So there's an argument to be made there, but. I honestly didn't even know this comeback player of the year was an award before you, George. Honestly. Wow. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you hit it last year, Geno Smith. That's amazing. Yeah, that is the, amazing. The, the award has literally been around for like 20 years. And um, Really? I didn't well, yeah, know. Yeah, of course, there's, there's, you know, who's going to vote for it? AP, this, that. There's a little technicality, like, what's the official winner? But um, it's been around for a while. And I just, you know, I bet on it last year, won. This year, I lost 8,700 and um, had some fun. And, um, well, next year I'm going to put something down just in honor of you because. <laughs> right. well, well, what's amazing now is you can go to DraftKings. They've all they've already got um, unlike like futures. They've already got MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defense Coach of the Year. There's four different categories. They already have it out. It's um, they don't they have already have it out, eh? Wow. But we're in a wow. different world. This sports gambling boom is beyond comprehension. Yeah, you can already buy sure. in the draft. I've already got money in the draft. I love my positions. Let's talk about that. That was the next thing on our list here. The oh, the NFL draft. The Godfather would be able to shoot the shit with you about. I don't know anything about the players <laughs> up and coming. I really don't. But the Godfather would be able to pick your brain on on this for sure. Well, if I had known we had a special guest, maybe I could have <laughs> done some homework. <laughs> it's better this way, right, George? Don't you know what? If Godfather, if you ask me a question, I probably won't. I probably won't give you a good answer anyway. I just kind of <laughs> know the two or three things that I know. You know, if someone says to me, "Where's this guy going to get drafted?" You know, to, if I'm honest, I'm going to say I really don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, I put on this great position in October, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. I, I you know, I, it's on my new sheet here. I tweeted out three months ago. Um, I bet 2,000 at minus 130 that he's the first non-QB drafted. I put it out. Oh. It's a, and right now he's minus like 500. I mean, I don't, want, I, I, I don't want to say that you're sitting pretty because right. I'm Italian. <laughs> I believe in the Malocchio. I don't want to do that to you, but that sounds like a solid, solid piece of work. It's a great. It's all. It's almost like not quite a monopoly or cornering, but it's a. It's a good 80, 90 percent winner, and then I absolutely love the bet. That's incredible. So just just to recap that one more time, sure. you played it at minus thirty, and it's currently sitting minus five hundred. Uh yeah. Here, here's 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 where I wrote it in the notebook. Can you yeah. see that? Yeah, 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 we can see it. Beautiful. There's the date and everything. And um, yeah. two grand. I got it at minus 130. And now, right now, he's like minus 500. Oh, Jesus Christ. Beautiful. Where, did, where is he going to go? Do you guys know what, what position around? Is he going to be like top five? Oh, yeah. yeah top five. Probably okay. number four. Oh, top five. Top five. But I think oh, by four, wow. he should be Guaranteed. gone. Yeah. yeah. If the three quarterbacks go one, two, three, which will probably be happen, Arizona okay. needs a wide receiver really badly. So then he'll go yeah. number four to Arizona. Yeah, you, you can almost wow. book it. You can almost okay. book it. But that that's incredible. I love it. Dude, I, I love it. Like, even if it loses, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a guy. I've no, no, that one's winning. Run. Don't fucking say that. That's no, no, right. I'm, what that. I'm saying, if you bet something at minus 130 and it blows up to minus 500. And yeah, you got to feel. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you still made the right move, in my opinion. You know? 100%. Thank you. Wow. And then, okay. You see the other bet right behind it? Unbelievable. LA Clippers. Yeah. Top seed in the West. I, I bet it on October 31. I risked a thousand. I got eleven to one. I would say realistically, one out of three, the Clippers end up 
during the regular season with the number one seed in the West. They're really playing well. Good. All right. I'm going to put down some Clippers props for you. Yes, What's that, that price right now? Yeah, you have any idea what that price is now, George? I'm gonna. I think it's roughly like plus three hundred ish. Yeah. Okay. I don't follow the exact price. I just follow the Clippers right. once in a while, hoping they win. But I mean, I'm I'm, I'm looking great. I think one out of three. They would, during the last two months, I think the Clippers have been the best team in the NBA. Yeah. Godfather. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm 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 definitely down with uh, with the Marvin Harrison pick for sure and. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got you got eleven to one, and now it's sitting at three to one. Hello, it's the same sort of concept. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. The funny thing is, it's still it's still probably a dog, but I hope I win. Yeah, and and you know what? The, these future oh, congratulations by the way on that um, Belichick. I think uh, again, you see, I follow, and 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 there you were. Wait, wait, wait. you have to you have to inform me. I don't know what. what you, oh yeah, that's right. Well, there he, it is. He, Show him, show him the book. <laughs> January twenty third. Okay. When Bill Belichick, they were seeing what team he was going to be on. I yes. bet five hundred. I got seven to one that he is okay. not coaching on week one. That he's that not no coaching. Not coaching. Oh. I'm a ninety nine percent winner on that bet. And and you played that if if memory serves me right because I happened to be following. I caught that. 100%. You played that when everybody was saying he's going to Dallas. He's going to Dallas, he, he, and you pull out a a a plus five hundred, right? Right? Plus seven hundred. I won thirty. Plus seven hundred. Right. And and you went totally against the grain there, and right. and forty eight hours later, nobody picked him up, and I'm like, that JRP, he's sitting on something on with right. that one. That was nice. No, exactly. What happened was. The rumor was he's going to go to Atlanta because he was having yes. a second right. interview. Yeah. It was Atlanta, that. not Dallas. And then suddenly the GM in Atlanta told the owner, he, he, listen, I just I don't want Belichick in the room, yada, yada, yada. So the owner got rid of, you know, okay, Bill, you're gone. And uh, two days later, it went from plus 700 to like minus 700 that he's not going to be a coach in week one. Yeah. So yeah. I hit that perfect. I hit it absolutely perfect. When does it get graded, George? Is it the like the first game of the season or something? Yeah, it, technically, yeah. technically, DraftKings could wait because, in theory, you know, a, a guy could die in August and, and then yeah, August, no, that's drop. true. That's so true. They don't they, have to pay it out until week one, for sure. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. They don't okay. have to pay it out. Well, good luck with that. You, yeah, yeah. That well, that bet can pay that it. that bet can pay for your bet bash expenses. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, and I'll tell you another uh, secret regarding Bet yep. Bash. And anyone, whenever you go to Vegas, you want to book it as a package deal, meaning the airfare and the hotel. Like if you go oh. to an Expedia, the okay. reason why because if you book it together, the fact that you can afford a, ho- a, a plane ride and you have a credit card, that means like the hotel like gives you like secret deals. They just want bodies in the place, so you don't want to okay. book it separately. You want to book it as a package deal. No, okay. Oh, nice. Uh, I know that if you go on the Bet Bash website, I believe Spanky worked out something with Circa and Derek Stevens that you can get a little bit of a discount on the room. I haven't booked our rooms yet, Godfather. I, I, I what are you waiting days. for? <laughs> um, but yeah, th- there is a little bit of a discount there. And another, uh, I guess, little trick to the trade. Last year, 
uh, I, I kind of booked last second and the prices, uh, our circuit might have even been full. The year before that, I told you guys before, I went to the, the D and we got these beautiful rooms, but the problem about the rooms were they were right next to the stage on Fremont Street. So sleeping was out of the question. It was backstage ACDC concert for five days on Fremont. I, I, not recommended. But what I did last year, because Circa, I think, was, was all booked up, I booked across the street at the Golden Nugget. And I think it was half price, honestly. So nice. if you're looking yeah. to save a couple bucks uh, at bash, bet bash time, know that the Golden Nugget is an option. Just make sure you get the tower that is the quiet tower because there's a loud tower, which you, you deal with those bands again. Um, and there is a there is a quiet tower. So a little little trick for for bet bash. Any other uh, positions, George, for the for the draft? Um, yeah, I just put, I put one on a few days ago, which is like even equity right now because it's brand new. So okay. I have Drake May. That's the quarterback, the second right? pick yeah. in the draft. Okay. FanDuel, I bet fifteen, so fifteen hundred at minus one fifty-five. So I'm risking mm. one thousand five hundred fifty to win a thousand because it's minus one fifty-five. So I, I obviously think that Drake May will be the second pick for sure, and um, it's you know I'm kind of laying three to two and. Right yeah. now it's even equity and it's no big deal either way. Mm. And it's okay. um it's uh Caleb um Williams. What's his right? Name? Williams. He, yeah, he's the guy from oh, USC, right? Yeah. Correct. So ho hopefully to... he's number one and then that'll play into your Derek your your mate for sure. Exactly. Who has exactly. number one? Is it your Bears, George? Your Bears My Bears have the they, they made the great trade with Carolina. Unbelievable. They ripped them off. So the Bears <laughs> have their number one pick. So they're either going to get Caleb Williams or trade it, and um, it's going to be it's a close decision because, you know, Justin he did his thing, but he he you know he doesn't have it. He's just okay. Right. And, uh, the Bears have to move on. They have to reset the rookie deal, and um, so I you, think Justin's gone for sure. You you uh, you you play into this thought that they're going to trade out of number one and and get more draft capital. Well, I got news for you. The one thing they could do is they could go from one to two. Because they like this Drake May, and they can get a little bit, they can get something for Washington if they want to go up to this number one. Because Caleb Williams, yes, he's a good player. He's got a little weird side to him. He's a little, mm -hmm. and his dad yeah. gets involved. I'm telling you, he's oh. not, you know, he's he's not, um, you know, he's not, Mahomes is a great guy, great player. He's he's a little, he's, he's 80%. He's not all there with this. This kid's a little different. Okay. A little emotional too. Did I not see him like uh, tearing up in, in the middle of the season? Uh, you know, you don't want to read too much into that, but right. a lot of people were giving him a lot of hell on social media and stuff saying you, you got to be a little uh, thicker skin than that. If you want to play in the big leagues mm -hmm. or have 100%. in the big leagues. Yeah. It was during the end. During, I don't watch a lot of count, but it was during the end of the season and it may have been his last home game. And, you know, there's two sides to okay. it. Some people say, well, he's really into it. He shows emotion. And some people say it was a little different. And like I said, there's a little – this guy is a little different. We'll leave it at that. And uh, it's cool. not a done deal. The Bears pick him number one. They could trade down to two or three and get another good quarterback. Hey, now that now that I know you're a Bears fan, let me, let me apologize about that whole uh, Chase Claypool situation. <laughs> the guy was supposed to be a good wide receiver. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He just went – into the in, into the pit into the shit. Godfather's a big Steelers fan, George. That's so funny. you guys, <laughs> after after the <laughs> devastating defeat of the CPOY, Joe Flacco, yes. 
Joe Flacco has been the Godfather's number one enemy for how many years, Godfather? Yeah, well, for the 20, he was in 15, he was in, in Baltimore or whatever. Yeah. So are you are you guys in the same city right now? Are you guys friends or are you in different places? Yeah, yeah. We're no, both no, from no. Toronto. Yeah, we're both from Okay, so you guys like know each other kind of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. The Unfortunately. <laughs> the Godfather and I used to work at Proline, which is the sports betting operation of the Ontario Lottery Corporation. So we were the odds makers at Proline for 13 years. We worked side by side. Wow. And then the the pandemic happened, and we both ended up leaving the uh, the lottery corporation. And well, I uh, retired. He left. Well, I, yeah, we retired. <laughs> I left, and uh, yeah, we starting to do some uh, some betting together. And now uh, that's that's what we do. We do this podcast together. We we make some bets together, and uh, yeah, if, if, uh, tag team partners basically <laughs> so in toronto in that province what's what big sports books do you guys have there now oh, go ahead right please. now honestly i i think we have the most sports books in any whether it be a province up here in canada or a state down in the u.s we have, yeah, we have... north the, the regulated markets we have north of uh, just under 30 i think i think we're at 28 right now well that's crazy. 28 different outs yeah, yeah. no no we all the big ones are up here, Joe. So you've yeah. got your 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 FanDuel, your your DraftKings, um, you know, you all, all all of the big ones. Your BetMGM. All the Canby books. There's all the Canby six, books. Six different options for Canby books up here. So we we really got them all. Right. So like you yeah. know, like I I can walk to a Canby book here, and yes, okay. so I, I have DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars. Um, those I just use those big four or five. I don't need more than that. But yeah, my Camby, I walk to it. When you see my bet slip, it's that's a can that's Rivers Camby. Yeah, that's what that is. Nice, okay. nice, beautiful. Yeah. Um, hey, com there, convenience is, is important. Well, no, you need you need three or four outs. There's no doubt you yeah. can. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, guys, I I gotta I gotta do a timeout for a second here. I'm having a little bit of a Wi-Fi. The the screen's like blinking at me. Um, I'm not quite sure what's happening here. Um, oh, oh wait a second! Oh wait a God. second! We, we, we got another guest that just showed up. Going on. <laughs> what a day for me to wear this bad boy! Hey, what? Yankees. What's going on, buddy? Not too bad. What the heck is going on with you, Pitts, George, <laughs> Jeff? Wow. When Jeff, you were talking uh, about your when you were talking about your three or four outs, I, I hope Circus Sports was one of them, George. I, what's funny is, but you won't believe this. After I mentioned the three, I just said to myself, "Oh, I forgot to say Circus." Yes, so now I got five outs. Yeah. Okay, great, <laughs> wonderful development. Thanks, uh, thanks for popping in here, Jeff. Uh, I told him that we had a very special guest in in GRP coming on. And I told him the Godfather has no idea that anybody's coming on. This is so here we are. <laughs> New age. And there we go. So Jeff uh, George here was talking about his, his his devastating defeat. I'm gonna ask you straight up. Do you think it was one of the worst defeats, worst bad beats in sports betting history? No, I just think that <laughs> if anything, the Damar Hamlin should have won as opposed to Flacco. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's one of the worst bad beats. And 
you know, uh, ourself and our creative team, um, you know, we're working on some things on our end to, uh, you know, remember George's comeback player of the year journey and, uh, things are in the works and I hope to have some on that stuff here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, but Jeff, you're, I look forward to the horrendous beat. At least DeMar should have won. The fact that Joe Flacco won is horrendous. I agree. If anything, DeMar, DeMar probably should have won or would have been a better choice over Flacco, but, uh, Right. Yeah, I mean, had a hell of a run with Baker. I mean, if he had a couple of better games here or there, um, you know, you'd be a uh, you'd be an A-list celebrity instead of a D-list celebrity. <laughs> exactly, exactly. How about I just want to state for the record, Jeff, this is an officially licensed Circa Sports uh, T-shirt. Uh, you know, there I saw I saw on Twitter there were some knockoffs on recently, and this is an officially uh, licensed product handed out by you personally when we were there for the Super Bowl uh, 57. I'll, I'll check with our in-house legal counsel, but I'll make I'll, I'll make sure that desist letters come your way. <laughs> I, I paid $50 for my, my shirt. I had made I had made it about, what, three weeks ago now. I, I, I paid 50 bucks for it, and I, I got to wear it when the uh, Circus Survivor becomes popular again in a few months. I got to wear it then. Yeah, I'm excited to show you what what I've come up with, George, and I'll uh, make sure we get it in the mail. And uh... I can't wait to see it, Jeff. <laughs> Let me have tell you, you, have you guys ever spoke in person? We uh, we reenacted the the Donald Trump Kim Jong Un uh, hand <laughs> at the at the border um, in <laughs> Illinois, um, and and did a few videos. So. George and I have interacted in person. Uh, the first interaction was him getting dragged out um, and he walked in from the back as they threw him in the holding cell for his uh, transgressions at Bet Bash. But uh, we've uh, we, we've since uh, progressed to uh, to better interactions. Jeff, you're exactly right. That's the first time we met. Bet Bash too. I said hello. And then what was that? Was that October when you were in Waukegan? Was it October? Yeah, early. Uh, Late last year, uh, right when we opened. Right. Waukegan is exactly half an hour north of O'Hare. And Jeff Jeff, and Derek flew in for the opening of the new brick-and-mortar sportsbook in Illinois. And that was a half an hour north for me. And, of course, I wanted to go up there and meet him. And uh, we had a good time. Good stuff. That's that's incredible. I um, must say, what, I must say ahead, we are in the company of the two premier Twitter warriors right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody takes the heat that George does. And Jeff spends 90% of his day just swatting serves back at people <laughs> left, right, and center. I think George is the talk of the content game um, <laughs> at this point. Right. He absolutely is. I, I aspire to to be able to put myself out there like uh, GRP does on a regular basis. But I have this thing called like being embarrassed and shame. And I got to get over that. Right, George? Like you just just seem like you don't have that chromosome. For, for whatever anybody wants to say about George, he's he's honest, he's transparent and he's organic. And that's hard to find. Uh, Bingo. Now. So what, whatever yeah. you say about him, he, he does have some redeeming qualities. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. And it's funny, these food pictures, people just gravitate to them and 
people like my little food videos and they like my food pictures and it makes it more personal. They're living vicariously through you, George. And uh, I checked with uh, with with Webster's and GRP is now a, a, a noun. Uh, within- <laughs> Beautiful. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. I know you two are very busy individuals. So just to wrap this all up, George, the last question I have on my list is when the Godfather and I, and maybe we'll try to get Jeff Benson up there too, since he is George's number one fanboy. <laughs> give us three spots that we got to eat in Chicago when we go there. Um, well, I don't go to the city that much, but anyway, Greek islands is a great restaurant right there in downtown Chicago. And it's got great valet parking. And, um, you know what, you, let's just leave it at that for right now. Let's leave it at one. Greek islands. Greek islands. Greeks. George, yes, George. that's right. On another uh, trip around, you know, an excursion around the United States to give you number two and three. <laughs> oh, no, you got to do deep dish pizza. Deep dish, it's a love-hate thing. I know a third of the people hate it. Yeah. But if you if you love it, Lou Manetti's is great and Pequod's is great. How, how about some Italian beef? Give me an Italian beef spot. There, well, Johnny's is great and okay. Portillo's is well. It's good, but it's not great, but it's a good – it's a – it's a great restaurant with a good beef. (laughs) Good stuff. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to let you guys both sign off. Jeff, thanks so much for popping in, my man. I know he was busy, but I said, can you squeeze out eight minutes for us? And he's like, Pisky, for you guys, I can do it. And uh, GRP. So thank you very much for doing this. And you can, you can sign off when you need to. And same with you, George. And I'll wrap it up with the Godfather because I know his jaw is like, really down here somewhere (laughs) after what just went on here getting ready to head into a meeting with uh with the big boss and uh you know somewhere on that itinerary uh we'll make sure to discuss all things that is grp wins wait beautiful hey that big boss is it does it happen to be goodell and you guys are going to structure how you want the draft to go because i know that's a very popular thing uh, these days We've uh, we've transitioned the cornering of the comeback player of the year market to uh, you know whatever whatever George is doing nowadays. So <laughs> the, the draft is the next cornering, Jeff. I have two positions. One is great. One is neutral. So the draft is my next cornering. We got two months to do it. Nice. We'll hang some draft stuff, uh, props, week of. So uh, you'll have the ability to uh, to bet into us then. I got to run, boys. It was a pleasure. Guys, awesome. thanks, Jeff. Thanks care, for popping in, my man. All right. And George, All right. um, <laughs> that's your little surprise from us here at the Always Betting Podcast. I said, who better to bring in to, to surprise everyone? You really uh, outdid yourself today, <laughs> Piscolito. I'll say that. George was one thing. The great thing about Circa, if you if you just have a question or a problem, someone can uh, contact Jeff and at least he'll answer the question. Half these sports books, you can't get anyone on the phone. No, you are you kidding? No. This Jeff but, Benson, you know, customer service is life, and this guy's great, and give Derek Stevens and Circa all the credit for that. Yeah, Agreed. Best in the business, they treat Agreed. you like a person, and I, I've mentioned this a few times on social media. If you're going down to Circa – if, especially if you're a big better, definitely reach out to Jeffrey Benson. But even even if you're not, if you're just getting into the into the swing of things, reach out to Jeff Benson. And uh, I've seen him numerous times offer the first round on him and all the crew down at Circa. So you're not getting that anywhere else. I lived in Vegas last season. 
No one else is showing their face in any sports book. Circa's the only one. Yeah. Exactly. They're the best. All right, guys. Hey, Pesky and Godfather, we're going. <laughs> How about in, in end of April, after the end, uh, draft, if you want to do it again, we can wrap up my results. Oh, we, it. absolutely. Book it. Book it, George. Thank awesome. you so much for coming on. Thanks for coming on, man. for sure. It's been a pleasure. Okay, guys, then. All Take right. care. Okay, Take buddy. it easy, Bye -bye. George. Yeah. Bye-bye. Godfather. <laughs> like, you rile you rile me up like that. Look look at that. And 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 you know, GRP wins is one thing. But then you go you go snag Jeffrey Benson too. Come on. And is that I, and, awesome or and, what? And what kind of a how, when you showed when you opened that up and showed me pre pre live recording, I said, Oh my god, this couldn't be any better. <laughs> like I threw this on two minutes when you were fucking bossing me around. That's when I threw it on. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go casual today. We had I to can't go. shave. I let you have to go. And then you have the fuck. You have GRP and the fucking notebook on. What's going on? I cannot. Watch, I cannot wait to rewatch this because I know your reaction is gonna be like. <laughs> Crazy! I really, oh, I was trying to figure out when you're like, time out, time out. Things don't sound right. I don't like our flow. Our flow. I've been yelling for ten minutes. The flow is perfect, dude. I I was uh, I was a little nervous getting that all together, like because the timing was right. And you know, GRP is a man of, uh, of of habit. He he said, "I'm gonna be there at 3:05." So you telling me you're gonna shave at 2:52 was freaking me out. I only need seven minutes. But okay, we do it your way. You got me, hundred uh, percent. I, I I am very happy we got everything in. There you go. We're at the hour mark, folks. Um, but tell me, is somebody else coming in at four o'clock for real? No, no. no. Oh, see, you're fucking just. <laughs> All right. Any closing statements, Godfather? Well, you know, you hit me with you hit me with a fake roadmap. You would, and then you you come and have very special guests. I today I should have been suited up. Come on, you got <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Say. Whatever. No, I'm show. good. Maybe it was a great there. show. I really hope that um, whatever followers we have, you keep telling me we do, but I, I hope that they can appreciate, you know, the kind of star. The kind of star power you had on this uh, on on this podcast today. That's G. That's GRP wins. He bets teams, not numbers. Absolutely. He's got he's got he's got markets cornered. Best position in the country. Okay, and you had him on our to come and talk shop with us. Yeah, that's really cool. And now I'm I'm rooting for that Marvin Harrison pick like no other pick. Absolutely. I want him to win. And I want him to win. We're definitely, folks, we're definitely bringing him on back in April. Uh, I think if I did the math correctly, I think we get to the 100 mark around May. So he'll be somewhat in the episode 90 somewhere, but we'll definitely well, bring him on again. we got to bring him back. He's a good guy. A lot of people give him hell. And, uh, but, no, man, and that's what, you know what? We ran, man. you know, we ran out of time or, you know, it didn't go on. The, but I just, yeah, absolutely. How this guy can take the kind of punishment he takes. Like, I was rooting for 28-17 in that fucking Super Bowl. I don't give a shit about Yeah, I don't give a shit about what, what positions we had. Like, that'll take care of itself. But I, I a guy like him with all these haters, 
hanging on every word he says and and you you know right down to what kind of fucking sauce does he have with his food fuck you leave the guy alone all right <laughs> the guy the guy's a real one he's okay real. he's yeah. no douchebag he's not selling you anything he's just he's using social media the way i thought social media was supposed to be you it's his personal opinion you can you can say you don't know what you're fucking talking about or yeah i'm with you and then we leave it at that the guy's a real one i love him love it <laughs> i'm a big fan too so i'm i'm glad this all worked i hope all of you at home enjoyed this and uh yeah you never know what you're gonna get from the always betting podcast riled me up i need a drink cheers everyone we'll Ciao. catch you guys next week <laughs>